You are listening to The Stender with Rabbi Michael Knopf, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Rabbi Knopf, please visit MikeKnopf.com. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit JcastNetwork.org. So I was talking a little bit about, and I said I would continue to talk a little bit about blessings tonight. Blessings are an interesting thing. You know, as I was thinking about what I wanted to say about blessings, I thought back to that, um, that very famous Seinfeld episode. I wonder if you saw it, where George breaks a couple up because he says, God bless you to the wife at dinner, and her husband does not. And so she starts getting second thoughts about maybe she didn't marry the right guy, etc., and breaks them up. And Elaine says, I don't get the whole God bless you thing anyway. And Jerry says, agrees, I don't get the whole God bless you thing anyway. Why is that what we say to people after they sneeze? That what, it's meaningless. That doesn't mean anything. You should say to somebody, you are so good looking. <laughs> so, that, so there became a running joke in the episode, right? Whenever somebody sneezed, Jerry or Elaine would go, you are so good looking. And I think that that uh, bit reflects a discomfort that a lot of us have with the concept, with the idea of blessing. And I think the discomfort exists on two levels. The first is the God aspect of God bless you and of the blessings that we have in Judaism, the blessings that we might It seems hard to extricate the Godness from the blessing. That makes, I think, a lot of us uncomfortable. And then the other part is the blessing itself. And a blessing, especially a blessing that you give to somebody else, is a very unique thing. We don't do a lot of this in our culture. A blessing is an acknowledgement of the inherent good within a person that they didn't have to strive to achieve and an expression of the good that we want for them in their lives. And I wonder if you think about all of the words that come out of your mouth in a given day, especially the words that you say to other people, and especially the people closest to us in our lives, our spouses, our children, our parents, I would venture to guess that a lot of those words fall in one of two categories. That they tend to either be compliments, praises, or criticisms. Think about it for a second. Scroll in your head of all the things that you said to your kids or your parents or your spouse or your friends or your coworkers today, and what percentage of them were either praises or criticisms? My guess is that a lot of them were, especially if we're honest with ourselves about the subtext of some of the things we said. We may not have meant them to be criticisms, we may not have meant them to be praises, but at their core, a lot of them are one of those two things. We operate in those spheres so much because most of us have been uh, uh, brought up to experience and encounter the world through the lens of judgment. And in some ways, this is a cycle that perpetuates throughout all of our lives. We do this to our children. 
for good and bad. There are some very important things that we should criticize our children for. There are some very important things that we should praise our children for. Not necessarily saying that we shouldn't do either of those things. Although, as an aside, um, I have good friends in rabbinical school, um, uh, a couple that uh, had kids, and they started reading parenting books. And so they got into like a parenting philosophy that said, you shouldn't criticize or praise your children. You shouldn't criticize them because then they don't have the self-confidence that they need to, uh, to succeed in life. But you shouldn't praise them because it also impacts negatively on their confidence. Because, you know, you, you did that seesaw so amazingly, right? You celebrate this amazing feat that they did. And for a lot of kids, that is stalling for them because they say to myself, maybe I should ride the seesaw again because maybe I won't be able to accomplish it in the same way that mommy and daddy were so excited about before. So, my, so these friends, God bless them, they... Uh, <laughs> Bless their hearts, that's the southern thing, right? Um, their style of parenting was, was just to sort of like calmly acknowledge everything that was going on, right? And, and say like how that made them feel from time to time, right? So like, like um, I see that you cleaned up your dinner. That makes me feel very good, right? Or, or um, I, I see that you pulled the cat's tail and, uh, and now she's like balled up in the corner. That makes me feel sad, right? And so Adir and I used to make fun of this couple all the time. So that may be taking it a little bit too far because we need some degree of critique and of praise of our children, of our spouses. That's the way the world functions. We give that to our children. In some ways, we do that because that's how we were raised to experience and encounter the world from our parents. Our parents critiqued us and praised us, and so we learn to relate to the world through, in some way, shape, or form, those judgmental lenses, which are helpful in a lot of cases, in some cases not so helpful, in some cases a little bit hurtful. But a blessing exists at a different plane entirely. It's not praise, and it's not criticism. It's an expression of love and hope, of the good that we see inherent in a person, and our hope for all the good that might come to them in their life. And so I want to suggest that our discomfort with blessings, that second part, we'll get back to the first one in a second, the second part of our discomfort with blessings is that we usually relate to each other in a judgmental way. It's a manner of escaping that cycle and that trap of constantly relating to each other through the lens of positive or negative judgment, which is so important and that we so need in our lives. We need it, our kids need it, our spouses need it, our friends need it, our parents need it. We need to know that we're loved and that people are rooting for us. And going back to the first thing, the discomfort with God, something that we always talk about with kids because God is a hard concept, I think, for a lot of us. And so a lot of us are much more comfortable, and I love this, the idea that there is an aspect of God inside each and every one of us. There's an aspect of divinity, of uh, a oneness that pervades all of reality, of holiness within each and every one of us. And so if I were to say to someone, God bless you, on a certain level, what I am saying to them is, may that part of you that is most special, most pure, most holy, most good, may that lead you in your life to accomplish and become 
and live in all of the ways that you deserve as somebody who is loved and special and holy. So maybe we're uncomfortable with, may God bless you. But what I think it is really saying is, how do we elicit and invite and entice that part that's inside each and every one of us to feel fulfilled and nourished and strong and leading us toward the future of which every one of us is capable. That's the power of a blessing. It tells us that we're loved. It tells us that we are supported and it reminds us that we have the capacity inside of ourselves to go and grow wherever we are called to in life. And I thought about this idea today when I heard the news of the passing of Leonard Nimoy. And Leonard Nimoy, as many of you know, uh, played Mr. Spock on Star Trek. Excuse me, Dr. Spock. No, no Mr. Mr. Spock. Dr. Spock was a psychologist who did child psychology. Mr. Spock on Star Trek. Mr. Spock on Star Trek, um, who was famous for uh, his salute, which is the salute of uh, the planet Vulcan, live long and prosper. And many of you know that Leonard Nimoy was, uh, um, uh, was Jewish and very uh, um, uh, committed and engaged in his Jewish identity. And he invented that greeting and that salute on Star Trek. He did it because he saw the Kohanim, the priests in the synagogue, do the priestly blessing using this hand gesture, which is the hand gesture that priests makes the shin, the letter of God's name, Shaddai, and it's the hand gesture that priests for millennia have used to bless the children of Israel, to give them their blessings. And the phrase, live long and prosper, which by the way, has a response. Does anybody remember what the response is? You too. No, not you too. It is no. It is, be peaceful and live long. Can you hear Be peaceful and live long. So it's almost like uh, when we say Shalom Aleichem or Assalamu Aleichem and the response is Aleichem Salam or Aleichem Shalom, right? So the prayer is live long and prosper, be peaceful and live long. And if you think about where Leonard Nimoy got that, all you need to do is look at the priestly blessing that is the source of this hand gesture because he encapsulated it in two or four words, depending on how you look at it. The priestly blessing, may the Holy One bless you, make you bountiful, and protect you, enable you to enjoy the fruits of that bounty. May the Holy One smile upon you and be gracious to you. May the Holy One look upon you with favor and grant you peace. And each sentence, each phrase, each moment in that blessing evokes exactly the opportunity for blessing and the direction for blessing that I mentioned before. So what I want to do tonight is an experiment, okay? You guys, go back to your parents for a second. Go back to your parents for a second. And everybody, if you were around somebody, I want you to just take a moment, and this goes for Everybody, okay, so you can't only be the recipient of this, you also have to be the giver. Turn to the person sitting next to you and offer them a blessing. 
It can be a traditional blessing. It can be the priestly blessing. This is the blessing that uh, parents are accustomed to giving to their children on Friday night. You can take this opportunity now. But give the person sitting next to you a blessing. A statement of what you love inside of them and how you hope that they can bring that goodness to fruition in their life.